0: Hello, you're listening to the Oakland Patriots football podcast with head coach Kevin Creasy. During this podcast, we will have coaching interviews, talking stats, previews for upcoming games, highlights of past games, and much, much more. Now let's get to the action with coach Kevin Creasy. So as the athletic trainer, what are some things that that you do? You know, so some people think of a, a trainer in college, uh, maybe they do the same thing as in high school. But, but what, what is the difference as athletic trainer?
1: Yeah, so by trade or by definition, you know, an athletic trainer is somebody that prevents, we treat, um, and we manage for the most part, you know, 95% of the time, some kind of athletic injury. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of people don't know that trainers work in hospitals and clinics and all PT clinics all over the country. So um, for the most part, we're dealing with athletic injuries. Um, A little different in the high school. You know, when you break it down to its core, it's essentially the same thing. You're treating the same types of injuries. You're treating the same um, types of athletes. Um, I think the biggest difference in high school is the amount of athletes that you're responsible for. Um, So, you know, just relaying everything back to where I got my start in college, um, you know we had seven certified athletic trainers um, responsible for just football at Auburn
0: so wow you, so
1: you got 120 guys on a team seven certified athletic trainers just like I am now taking care of just those 120 um, we're here you know we got 15 16 sports hundreds and hundreds of athletes and it's just me wow. um, now obviously you know the the quality of the athlete at the, the higher level is much more. So you're going to get bigger injuries and more drastic injuries and things of that nature. But, you know, broken down to its core, it's all pretty much the same. Um, and then obviously in college and pro sports, you're working with the best equipment in the world, you know, the yeah. most groundbreaking technology that you could ever think of. Um, you know, budget's not an issue. If you need something, you buy it. So, um, but, you know, I, I think at, at its core down um, at the high school level, I personally enjoy it more. You know, you get to know the athletes better. You get to know their personalities as they develop from a freshman to a senior. And you get to watch how much they've grown and changed and matured. Um, I I joke with people all the time is you go back to college and you get all these four and five stars come in with these big egos and you've got to deal with them. It's just like, oh, man, it can be a nightmare sometimes. um, So, yeah, those are just some small differences um, in the high school and the – college or pro-athletic pro trainer. you got. You got to also think, too, you know, a pro or really a college player, now that they're getting paid, that's their career. That's their profession. Right, um, right. So they are always, you know, they're so in tune to their bodies and they're mm-hmm. so in tune to their treatment because that their body is how they make their money and that's how they provide for their families. True. Um, so, you know, that's, it's education here at this level, trying to get high school athletes to buy into. You've got to take care of your body, you know. Um, You see a lot of time in college, you know, they get meal plans, um, all their Mm -hmm. foods provided for them. They have a nutritionist here. We've got kids that might not eat breakfast or they might not eat lunch. And they're going to go practice in 100 degree weather and um, no food and no energy and heat, you know, can a lot of times lead to bad things. So just trying to get these kids to buy in um, to the same mindset that a college or a pro athlete might have, because essentially um, they're all the same.
0: So so as athletic trainer, how do you evaluate? Um, an athlete's readiness for for the game?
1: Yeah, you know, that's a loaded question because each injury is so different um, while also being the exact same. You know, you might yeah. have athlete A that has um, a mild ankle sprain. Well, you mm-hmm. take athlete B who has the same exact ankle sprain, and he might miss uh, four to five weeks. And athlete A missed one practice with yeah. the same exact injury. Um, so, you know, just knowing your athletes, knowing when they're ready to play, you know, from, a, from an athletic training pure standpoint, we, we're not going to release somebody back to their sport until they can complete some kind of sport-specific return to play. Yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, you take um, a few linemen, for example, um, coming off feed injuries here at Oakland. I'm not going to obviously mention names, but, right, right. you know, we're going to put them back out there doing individual O linemen drills, making sure that they can do all that before we just throw them into competition. So making yeah, sure that yeah. they can do those sport-specific drills before we just throw them back out there to the Wolves
0: wow wow that's 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 good that's good information to know too uh now now you know you mentioned um earlier about like meal plans mm-hmm. so on the high school level right. if uh, let's say the lineman is overweight right do you have a plan for him to get the weight that he needs
1: you know you can only do so much right yeah. you know you you can't control what they're eating at their house what their parents can afford or can't afford yeah. to buy their meals yeah. um Really, at the high school level, our biggest issue ninety five percent of the time is actually putting weight on kids. You gotcha. know, their metabolisms are so high. Yeah, they'll yeah. come to me and say, "What can I eat?" And at this level, we tell them, "Just eat." If you see it, <laughs> eat. It. eat. You know, yeah. their yeah. metabolisms are so high, and they're yeah. they're going out to practice and then burning everything off. And right. it's just it's almost impossible. Um, you can ask AJ Bullard how hard it is to gain weight. You know, I think he's yeah. been the same weight since he was a freshman. And that dude, <laughs> yeah. that dude can eat. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think at the high school level, you know, it's it's quite opposite. Um, but you know, if you you got somebody that needs to lose weight, Coach Jackson does a great job in the weight room. Yeah, um, you know, he can he's he's the best in the business at maybe trimming some of that fat off.
0: Yeah, I got you. They they can bar they they can, they can have some of my pounds. Yeah, you know? I'll them all. I'll give them all they want. <laughs> You know, at one time there was uh, some concussions that was kind of part of the conversation. It, it was all in the news. And, and so how do you assess an athlete's injuries during the game? I mean, they, it's a part of the game. It happens from yep. time to time. Uh, what's the process there?
1: Uh, You know, concussions are definitely obviously still um, most definitely part of the conversation. I don't think you see it as much of the news anymore because mm-hmm. the education factor is so great. Right. Um, and that starts from the top. You know, that starts at the NFL level, I don't know, three, four years ago. Concussions, that's all you talked about with yeah. NFL players is CTE and their long-term effects. And naturally, that's going to trickle down to the high school level. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody's doing research and – what is a concussion? You know, you, you'll get some hard-of-dads sometimes, or old-school coaches say, "Oh, well, when I played, you know, I, <laughs> I got hit in the head, and I played all through it." Well, right, yeah. Well, we're a lot smarter now. You know, yeah. we know that that's not something you should do. It can lead to long-term effects. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing in high school specifically um, is a, a condition called second impact syndrome, okay. um, and that's when an athlete's got a concussion, he or she has not. Um, fully recovered from that concussion, and they immediately take another hit to the head, it creates this uh, physiological effect on the brain that's basically irreversible, um, leads to brain death, and leads to, you know, know, obviously those long-term effects. So that's something different from college. It only happens in adolescence. So from college and pro down to the high school is why concussions is so important, Um, and we're never going to put them back out on the field. As far as putting them out on the field, you know, if we're talking concussion during a game, Right. We're going to pull them out. We're going to ask them their signs and symptoms, you know, headache, nausea, dizziness, et cetera, right. et cetera. There's like 26 different symptoms it could be. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to do a protocol with balance. We're going to test their memory. Um, and then one advantage too being in high school is we know these are, I know these athletes very well. I know their right. personalities. I know how they are. Yeah. Um, and that's a big sign of concussions. You know, they're not just acting like themselves. Um, then they're probably concussed. But we also do, you know, every athlete in Rutherford County and basically in high school, they take a test called the impact test, which tests their baseline memory. Um, It it takes you through a series of memory stuff. It'll show different pictures and colors on the screen, and you take that without a concussion. So you get a concussion. Now they take that test, and it can compare when they were not concussed versus concussed. And that's a great tool um, that we use in conjunction with our doctors to Make sure a student athlete's ready to return
0: I tell you that th- this this is really some good information yeah. that you're you're definitely sharing uh, on on this show today. Uh, how do you educate um, these athletes about the prevention of injuries
1: yeah you know and that's tough too because i don't get them all day long yeah um fortunately I mean, you know coach jackson everybody knows coach jackson um he does a tremendous job in the weight room of injury prevention um so we worked together the last few years on what can we do in the off season to strengthen ankles to strengthen necks yeah um you know and he takes 10 15 20 minutes out of every workout which is so important you know, you only get them for an hour and a half some days. Yeah. Our yeah. first period is only 55 minutes or whatever it is to work them out. Right. Um, but he's really taken the initiative to make sure we're doing a lot of injury prevention. And we've actually seen um, our stinger. You hear about the stingers in the necks. We've, I can't remember the last time we saw a stinger. And that's because Coach Jackson and the, the strength and conditioning staff right. has done such a great job strengthening those neck muscles. Um, you know, and there's only so much you can do. Like you said, sure. injuries are part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um people are going to play with injuries they're going to play without injuries so you yeah. know just strengthening as much as you can in the off season is really our biggest our biggest goal I got
0: you I got you now have, have you seen uh, in your years here at Oakland have you seen a decrease in injuries because of your prevention programs you know kind of what you're doing undoubtedly
1: undoubtedly yeah. yep so I was telling um I had a student the other day asking about this and I think every year I used to buy 25 to 30 cases of ankle tape because that's what we would use throughout the year. When you got injuries, you're taping for practice. Now I'm probably getting by with about 15 because our ankles aren't getting rolled near as bad. Um, Coach Creasy and the staff have done a great job as well we very rarely go to the ground and just beat up on each other yeah. because they don't, you know, at any level, they don't, they don't at pro or college. Why are you going to beat up on your teammates? You know, now there's <laughs> those instances in camp where you've got to do board drills and you right, get right, a little right. tough inside of them. But, <laughs> right. um, you know, four days before a game um, that Monday through Thursday, what, you know, there's no point in beating up on each other. <laughs> um, our whole goal here is to win on Friday nights. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and I tell you what winning we are doing. Yes, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of prevention um, in this COVID era, what challenges uh, does it cause for you and, and how do you educate players on the prevention of, of COVID? Like, It's like change.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's uh. just, it's obviously, it's been a struggle for everybody involved from yeah. your parents, the kids, the coaches, the admin staff, you know, the whole county. Um, yeah. The the biggest struggle is, you know, everything's constantly changing. Are you know, we wearing masks? We don't wear masks. Yeah. Do yeah. masks work? Do masks not work? Yeah, do yeah, vaccines yeah. work? You know, You know, it's not... It's everything so political these days. I try yeah. to, you know, we we basically are promoting wellness, you know, staying hydrated, eating right, getting enough sleep. Those three things right there can do more to the human body yeah. than almost anything. Right. So, right. you know, it's not my place in the political world that we live in to, you know, preach vaccines versus vaccine, unvaccinated, whatever. That's yeah. that's between a student athlete and his parents. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, preaching that total wellness, making sure you're sleeping, you're not staying up till three in the morning before game, eating gummy right. marks and coke. So, you know, yeah. um, and I think our guys respond uh, with that well. They take care of their bodies. We played um, down at MRA, what, a couple weeks ago, um, and I checked the heat index before the game, and it was 118 on the field. Wow. Um, for those listening, the reference in Tennessee is you're not allowed to practice over 104. Um, so, yeah, we were playing at 118, and yeah. we didn't have a single um, kid on that team cramp the entire game. Oh, wow! Um, so they really took the initiative. They they hydrated, and we you know obviously we supplemented some stuff in their diet to prevent that. Um, but they did a great job. So yeah, I mean COVID's such a uh, new for everybody as new as old as it is now. So uh, yeah, just that total wellness.
0: Wow! Uh, you know, I, I'm sure in your experience uh, you've had to share a difficult piece of information with an athlete, a parent, a coach. Um, talk about. You know, your approach to, to giving bad news, whether it's, hey, you can't go in this game anymore or the news of this is the season for you or the last one, like you won't play anymore.
1: Right. There's that's never easy, man. And I, one advantage I have, I think um, when I was a junior in high school, I tore my ACL mm-hmm. Um and in my junior year, you know, you fight back, whatever, all that. You get back for your senior year, and then three games into my senior year, I tore my other ACL. Um, yeah, wow. So, so I've got that experience. You know, I know yeah. how it feels. It's never easy. Um, and a kid never wants to hear that their career is over yeah, right. um, or that they're not going to be playing that game or the rest of the season. So the biggest thing is just comforting them. Um, once they become um, acceptance of that, Uh, news albeit whether that's the season whether that's the game whether that's their career you know let's move on let's look forward to what what's our next goal so if it's your junior year okay well um how fast can we get you into surgery how fast um can we get you rehabbing for your senior year if it's a senior and they're done you know what's what's your goal are you trying to go play college sports um you just want to live a normal life um so we just want to get them yeah. healthy for that next stage um right. and then of course the the actual game time you know that's usually right. the, yeah. the biggest one they want to go back in right yeah sometimes you just got to take their helmet and hide it from them so they'll try <laughs> yeah. to, they'll try to sneak that thing back on and get it right. there so right. and um i'm very fortunate with the coaches we, i mean i've never um you hear horror stories from other schools that yeah uh, the coach made him go back in and didn't listen to you. I've never run into that here. So, yeah, yeah. Um, if I tell Coach Creasy or Jackson or any of those guys that they're out, there's yeah. never any argument about it or anything. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fortunate and blessed on that on that fact. How fulfilling is
0: it for you to to help put players back together again? I mean, we've heard uh, some some great stories of uh, people who've had some major injuries. Right. And they bounced back, yep. you know. Uh, you know, well, how fulfilling is
1: that? You know, I mean, for you. To, a, you know, that's why we do the whole job, or that's why I do the whole job. Yeah, you know, I, I can reference a few um, in recent years at Oakland. Um, Jordan Brown played for us yeah. in 2000. What season was that? 18, I think. Yeah, 19. Okay, we, we lost at Maryville, but um, preseason at Macaulay, he actually uh, broke his foot. Um, and he was with me every day he fought he grinded um, to get back on the field and just seeing him score that first touchdown run over straight to you and knowing that you had a (laughs) a huge part you know obviously he did all the work I was just there you know giving exercise and pushing just just seeing him um, be able to get back and you know and then last year um unfortunately lost one of the greatest kids to ever come through Oakland and Victor Stevenson to a foot injury um third round on to the playoffs and that kid never never doubted himself he took yeah. it in stride yeah. he had surgery and then he rehabbed with me after school um in the spring and obviously look where he's at now he's right. a tech playing ball so yeah. um I always keep up with those guys and it's obviously the most rewarding feeling you know this is why we did, why I do the job
0: oh that's good that's good if, if someone were is is interested in becoming a trainer i mean i tell you what do you know if i if i wasn't doing what i'm doing i think i would be interested yeah, you, you actually yeah. encourage me yeah. you know what? i think i want to do this right, job right. uh what, what what do they need to do to to become an athletic trainer
1: yeah they just need to research the profession you know there's so many you know we've talked today about um pro sports college sports high school sports you can also work in clinics yeah. you can work in the industry setting i think nissan here employs like over 10 athletic trainers. Oh, wow. You would never even think that. Right, Yes, Um, yeah. So you just need to find the school and find what setting um, that you want to work in. And one thing I would encourage um, young professionals that want to get into the career is um, to actually go out and be part of the team you know do you want to work high school sports you know you get a lot of people that get into it and are like oh this is a lot of time you know <laughs> he's not leaving here till eight forty-five 45 every yeah. day. that's a lot yeah. of effort and stuff um you know so you know athletic training is a thankless job you know we don't do this to be patted on the back we do it for you know our last question we do it to see the kids get back on the field um, yeah. and to keep them safe so yeah just research what level you think you might want to work at you know obviously we're you want to talk about pay you know our highest level of pay is going to be at the professional level, right? Yeah, you know, right. You, you, you want to be a head athletic trainer, and what comes along with being the head athletic trainer of the Tennessee Titans? You know, a lot more problems than I've got right now. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You're dealing yeah. with guys who are on millions and millions of dollars, and every little thing is so important. So yeah. um, just getting out there and seeing and doing your research and making sure that um, you know what field you want to go into if you do want to do sports medicine.
0: I tell you what, this has been a a joy – I mean, it's been fun. Yeah, well, I appreciate you having me. Man. Yeah, Thank it's you. been great. Yeah. I mean, you've really informed us, and uh, we're definitely excited. Uh, you know, this week we got a, another buy. They they, they chicken out on us, yeah, yeah. so we got uh, big Seagull next week yeah, though.
1: Finally gets a district play, so hopefully uh, we'll start reeling them off like we did last year and uh, make it back to. Well, I was going to say Cookeville, but I think it's in Chattanooga this year. So, yeah, yeah, make it back to Chattanooga.
0: Hey, we're excited. You've been listening to the Oakland Football Podcast with uh, coach kevin creasy today we had athletic trainer keith forge take care of yourself and uh, we'll see you the next time on the next episode of the oakland patriot football podcast with coach kevin creasy all right we're out sweet Thank you for listening to the Oakland Patriots football podcast with coach Kevin Creasy. Please be sure to subscribe, follow wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're in the Murfreesboro, Tennessee area and it's in season, please be sure to patronize. Stop by the local subway right around the street from the school and get your 10% off in your coupon. See you next time the Oakland Patriots football podcast.